Welcome to Shenanigans. <laughs> And we are a dose of melanin empowerment that is a reminder of how bomb you are and how dope you can be, featuring edutainment about beauty, life, and health, mixed with a true depiction of how strong she can be. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as she pressed record, you you (laughs) just. You start busting out laughing. Cuz, I was trying to get Britney. Britney be tripping. Nah, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, gotta record. Well, welcome to Shenanigans. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was on again. <laughs> Y'all be trying to get me. Welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Shenanigans. Welcome to Shenanigans. She be over here breaking out water bottles. <gasps> Let's start all the way over. Is everybody settled? Is it Thursday? Yes. Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thursday, Thursday! That's Tina Jenny! That's my day, Jenny! Thirsty Thursday! Yes! She wants to spit her water. <laughs> oh, snaps. Oh, my gosh. Get your life. Okay. Well, if you tuned in to us last week on Shenanigans, then. You heard us uh, play the Brie game and talk about, is a title necessary? Uh, We also talked about finding your confidence, dating apps and online dating, preparing your skin for the spring, uh, being fit, F-I-T-T, fit, and then the importance of meditation. We also gave some good advice to a sister friend, so definitely go back and listen to that letter. And we're going to dive into this week's with Tyra. Hey y'all, so for this She Said He Said segment, we got a couple of comments from our Twitter followers. If you are not following us, follow us at shenanigans underscore pod or at strength of she and let us know what you think about the podcast. So first up, I wanna shout out Miss Cincy, M-S-C-I-N-C-Y. And um, she sent us a tweet that said, when you find another podcast to listen to, and it's Michelle Obama um, doing the Cabbage Patch. Um, so cute, so fun. Um, and then um, at Vine Me Up, she tweeted us and said, y'all better spread them health facts, hashtag cholesterol, hashtag <laughs> BS health education, and it is a, a gif of some men saying work. And then um, shout out to at Minority Awkward, the Awkward Minority. Um, They retweeted us and put mutes the TV and turns up this black girl magic, hashtag potting. And I think they may have a podcast too. I'm not sure. Okay, so shout out to them. Make sure you listen to them. Um, Just a couple more tweets. Um, At Flaw 700 said that he is thankful for smoothies and that's how he gets his fruits and veggies so we talked about um smoothies on uh some episodes in our health segment can i shout him out too because i was actually gonna talk about 
I was going to shout him out if you didn't for that tweet because he tweeted, ended up tweeting me and asking me like what was in my smoothie. Come on, smoothie. Ended up sending me like what protein he uses, but he told me to be aware because it increases libido. So of course I went and got it the next day. Hey. <laughs> so shout out to him. <laughs> okay, hey. libido. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so at Courts by Court said that she thoroughly enjoyed episode two. So many good nuggets of info I'm going to think about and try to apply going forward. Um, and then at Concita Thomas, I hope I said your name right. Um, she loved our first episode and she was laughing um, at Bria when she said that she keeps her... Um, gym shoes um like in her luggage um but she appreciated the advice on short workouts and then um at never too much i think they are a podcast as well and they said good job ladies and yes being super independent can make a man feel like less of a man you have to let a man be a man yes so those were some of our comments yeah um yes make sure that you keep hitting us up on SoundCloud, commenting on our episodes, also giving us good reviews on iTunes as well. It definitely helps our ratings. And you can use hashtag shenaniganspod or you can add us at shenanigans underscore pod to let us know what you think about certain episodes. Um, you can also find us on like Facebook and Instagram at Strength of She and let us know what you think about the episode and maybe you will be featured on a podcast episode. Nice. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, you guys, for, for tweeting us. Um, so now we're going to get into the pregame. <laughs> Ladies, are you ready? No. This pregame is going <laughs> to warm up our vocal cords. <clears throat> we got to get ready for our segments today. Oh, we got to warm up. So clear those throats. Mm. So today. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is what he said. Oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness, for your vocal cords to work. <laughs> so what we're going to do today is you're going to sing us a quick snippet stanza of your favorite song. Currently can be the chorus, the opening, whatever. And then we have to guess what song we think you're singing. Oh. And bonus oh, points. Don't give it away. Bonus points if you get the artist. Bonus points if you get the artist. So Brittany says she oh, wants to go shit. first. I can't play the song then. You gotta sing it. You gotta sing it. Well, you're gonna get it. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna start twerking. Pop that, 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 pop that. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, pop. Pop that pussy, bitch. Pop that, pop that, pop that, don't stop. Pop that, pop that, pop that, don't stop. Pop that, don't stop. Pop that, don't stop. Your face was priceless. I had to prepare myself. Is that French Montana? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what you twerking with? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. 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 Yes. That was good. Yes. That was good. That was a good opener. We were ready. That was a good opener. 
Jenny, you next? Y'all don't know mine. Everybody's gonna know okay, mine. So, hold up. <clears throat> I gotta get ready. Okay, what part am I sing? Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, trigger fingers turn to sweater fingers. Yeah, you getting body by singing nigga. I'm not the type of nigga that a type of niggas. But shout out to all my balls, which is white niggas. <laughs> either oh man yes you do yes it's great back to back hey back to back back to back i each about to have a drake song too let's just wait for it i can do a little better when i'm i don't want to go after the type song i actually have to sing my song this is not I don't know if I can sing this. Y'all, I don't know. <laughs> snaps. Woo, snap. Shout out to Infinity. Shout out to Infinity. Woo. Oh, my goodness. Okay, y'all ready? This is, this is an old song, by the way, but this is like one of my favorite oh my artists. You will. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to be beautiful hey. to turn me on. I just need your body, baby, from dusk till dawn. <laughs> you don't need <laughs> no experience, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to turn me out to, yeah. Just leave it all up to me. I don't know the name. I'm going to show you what it it's is. all it's coming. about. It's coming. <laughs> you don't have to be rich. To be my girl, you don't have to be cool to rule my world. Ain't no particular sign I'm compatible with. I just want your extra time and your kiss. Yeah. Y'all, ever since his music dropped on Apple Music, I have not stopped playing it. Okay. Trying to sing like he said. Hold on. <clears throat> no, it was a he. She gave it away. Well, Bria gave it away. Oh. Actually, you know how he be, he be rapping, singing. <sighs> Y'all ready? Yeah. <laughs> Throwing dirt on my old name. Only get worse when you know things. You don't see the perks of this whole thing. But you get real on the pill, and I like it. <laughs> Oh. You just like my psychic. I just want to vibe, fulfill all your desires. Keep you in the front, never in the back, and never on the side, yeah. <laughs> right. You a real Jenny ass knows. woman, and I like it. I don't want to fight it. Y'all don't know that. See, y'all don't know about that. Cricket. I, I, I know that song, but I don't remember the name. It's Fire and Desire. Yes. <laughs> I was really sitting there like, 
No, that's my jam. When I'm driving in this nighttime, oh man, it's my jam. Drake, I yeah, like, Drake does something. He know. does a lot of things. He does Nothing for yeah, me. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I, I, no. I like Drake, but I used to. <laughs> Drake, but all he did was rap. All this little singing stuff he do, I just can't. See, that's what now, I'm see, about. the singing thing took me to like the next I level. Can't and then, Let me he, tell and you. then he grew that beard. Oh, oh. He goes with the beard. He do. He got a little bow. Yeah, he looks lifting. better, but I just want to say, uh, Drake is definitely my type. And I'm just, you know, I'm. But I just want to throw this out there that views was trash. So. So Views it was trash. trash. Views was trash. So I stopped listening. See, my opinion is if you don't like Views, you don't like Drake. Well, there you have well, it. Well, there you go. I, because I didn't. Views was like Drake. It was a good mix. No. Yeah. I he, like I, 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 no. I don't think there's anything that he, he's done that I didn't like. <laughs> Drake, if you ever listen to this, please come be a feature <laughs> on shenanigans. I, I breezy. Go ahead. Y'all ready? Yes. <laughs> That's why I don't want to follow Tyra because she can for real, for real sing. Oh. No, that was not. Good. I'm gonna need y'all to get it in the first two lines though. You ready? No, no, no. Let you keep singing. <laughs> You're broken down and tired. Of living life on a merry-go-round, <laughs> and you can find the fighter. But I see it in you, so we can walk it out and move. Oh, I know this. Thank you. Okay, because I've heard it before. Oh, why did I sing? Why did I sing? Why didn't I sing Bruno? I Bruno been. is your boy. Yeah, under day. I don't know why I love that song. Yeah, it's my under day. Oh, yeah. Love her. It's well, nice that was and fun. inspirational. Oh yes. Oh, we can do round two. No, I'm kidding. Nah, Not today. He has the best. He has the best uh, ad libs. Brittany knows all the dance moves to every video. Hey, don't be calling me out. We had this whole conversation on Facebook. Okay. Anybody trying to challenge me in Thriller, you're going to get the beat down. Oh. Oh. You ain't oh. trying to show us no moves, though. Too. You ain't trying to show us no moves, hey, though. they can't see me, though. We can see you. Oh. I got to get y'all later, man. I ain't about to do that right now. Well, come see us on Fridays at Living Room Lounge. <laughs> Open night karaoke. <laughs> That's where my inspiration came from. <laughs> It's lit. <laughs> it's lit. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks for that. That was fun. That was fun. Thanks, Bria. It was fun. Like, you know, the free games. That was a good one. Good oh my gosh. Okay, so now we're going to jump into the hot topic <clears throat> of today. Mm. And you know, I just want this to be an open discussion. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I'm nervous. Uh, because, uh, so the hot topic for today is once a cheater, always a cheater, question mark. So, you know, all of us have been in relationships, you know, and me and Brittany are married now. But, of course, you know, we had some past relationships, of course. And we may have gotten cheated on before. And so I want to talk about, like, how did you deal with that? Do we give second chances? So let's let's talk about that first. 
Do you, how do you deal with someone cheating on you and is a second chance available? Okay, I'll go. <laughs> well, Dear because I'm, right. <laughs> I've really only been in three real relationships, and that's including the one I'm in now with my, with my marriage. But my puppy love that I had in high school when I was a freshman, yeah, I got cheated on a lot. And I was told, and I didn't care. And I think it was because it was so innocent that I, I don't know, I think it was, I think that was really the, that was obviously the first time I felt like I was in love with someone or actually loved someone. And just having that in, like, I was told that even his friends were telling me he was cheating on me. Like, why would I not listen to that? Like, that's stupid, ain't it? So, I mean, it's just like, I was, I was freaking, I was, because we dated, we were together probably, like, between I was, like, 15 and 16. Um, and in that time, I was just like, of course, well, clearly I gave him chances because I can't, you know, we can't, we stay together. But um, I don't know, I feel, I don't know if this is a good example just because I was so young when it happened. But, I mean, even still, I mean, I experienced it and I, I had the feelings from it and it was very hard to deal with but i just had obviously got to a point where i was fed up but i mean it's like i don't know it's kind of hard i feel like because when you're 15 and 16 this is actually a question for y'all because I, I mean i'm curious to know if you all were in relationships at that time do you all consider that like or maybe even just your first relationship i'll say that either around that age or your first relationship but do you all feel like that was was do you feel like it was innocent or do you just feel like you were just kind of going with it and just you just wanted the i don't know like the benefits from the relationship or i don't i mean i don't know like i just wonder how y'all feel about it because i y'all i was really invested in this relationship but i don't see how i was because i was 15 16 but like i was really hurt from that situation and i feel like it molded me obviously to where I am today but as far as other relationships it kind of just it kind of opened my eyes a little more so I don't know I really feel like I learned from it but at the same time I was so young so I don't really know and I, I guess everyone's different but I'm curious to you know what y'all what y'all think about that yeah I think that those first uh like real mm -hmm. whatever, whatever age you were those first right. real relationships kind of set the stage and and set the tone for what a relationship is for you mm -hmm. or what it's not or what it could be and my first real boyfriend uh, we were together for four years mm -hmm. um so we were together until i was 16 y'all can do the math on that <laughs> um, <laughs> so i was like 16 yeah. 17 you know of course it was off and on it mm -hmm. wasn't all the time yeah. he cheated on me a couple of times i would find out about it girls right. was trying to fight me it was just <laughs> right. drama field mm -hmm. but you know i was serious about that relationship and i feel like he was too because we mm -hmm. stayed you know in touch like a few years after that you know and not anymore because we went different paths but um, I don't know. I I do think that they it wasn't like it was real to me. So I kind of right. get what you're saying. Like some people just date innocently. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I was an innocent dater, especially because you know he was my first and blah blah blah. Like right. so that was a whole nother layer. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's another topic. <laughs> that's another definitely another topic. Yes. Of that. <laughs> okay, can you can you explain what you mean by innocent? 
Peyton. I just want to make sure that I well, understand no, what you mean. Well, no, I meant, it. well, when I said innocent, I meant, like, I felt like the way I loved was innocent. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, I don't know, more like, I don't know, it's kind of hard to, I guess, how I'm, how I'm trying to ask or explain it. Because I guess it's just, like, a feeling that just kind of, you know, kind of came mm-hmm. and... It, I don't know. I guess like it was re- like I know what you're saying. Right. I don't. I don't really know how to explain it. But it's to me. I felt like it was that was like my like we were saying like my legit first love. Mm-hmm. Like and I actually that was the first time I actually loved someone. That's what I was really trying to get at. I guess I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't call it innocent, mm-hmm. but that's kind of. I, I, I know. I mean. Yeah. I, I think I know what you mean. I just want yeah. She always pondering. Okay, anyway, on this particular question. So, mm-hmm. anyone else dealt with cheating right. in the past? How did you deal with it? Did um, you give a second chance? Yeah, so I'm going to like bridge. I'm going to bridge it all together. Okay. So, actually, when I was a teenager, I was the one that cheated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I was with somebody. This was like I was still a virgin. Um, and I was like set on, and he wasn't, but I was set on not being in a relationship. I mean, not having sex with him basically. Um, and for us to be teenagers, we were like, I'll say as invested as we could get just because our families knew each other because we had to, like we were teens, we couldn't really be left alone, you know, that type of thing. And I think it just was so like innocent and pure that I got bored and I met some other, like, I met a guy, and he was older, he was, like, more experienced, mm-hmm. and he, so, like, he knew to say all the right things, you know, that type of thing, and, um, yeah, so I cheated with him, I don't even think the guy knew, but I think once I did cheat, I was like, this is not gonna be the same, and so I had to break up with him before I knew something else would happen, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and then I had one cheating experience, we were actually long distance, um, but we've known each other since we were kids. Like we were friends for decades, and um, he like we were in college, and he would come home, and we would hang out. And there was this one particular time that we were like, mm, I think there's something more to this. So we tried to we tried dating um, while he was here, um, and it, we had to like kind of accelerate it a bit because he was like on a break. Um, from school so he was here so we got to see each other and in the back of my mind I always thought there was a possibility of him cheating just because we are long distance we're young and how would I prepare for that so the first time something happened I think he kissed another girl and it hurt my feelings but um I got over it like we were able to move on and then the second time come to find out y'all he was in a whole relationship with somebody else not in where he was at and here in Indianapolis which made it worse yes so basically what and the reason why I found out was because it was spring break and he came home and he was like oh I'm supposed to be going to Miami with my friends but I'm gonna come home and see you and I'm like okay that's great so we would do like cute things on Skype and I would count down because I was just super excited to see him and y'all barely saw him like I barely I mean, and it was like hard trying to see him. And then I didn't really know when he was leaving. And then when he went back home, I mean, when he went, oh yeah. Okay. When he went back um, to where he stayed at, um, I never heard from him. Like it was hard to get a hold of him. I would call him, he'd be like, let me call you back every time. Mm-hmm. And finally it came out that he cheated. Mm-hmm. So, and that he's like in a whole relationship. And the funny thing is now they are still together and they have two kids. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Oh yes, they're still together. So yeah, I've definitely been cheated on and the first time I forgave and never again. And I kind of have that same mindset. Like I don't really judge people if they forgive somebody for cheating because, you know, I am not in your situation. And sometimes not saying accidents happen because you thought through it. Like cheating is not an accident. But um at the same time, I think it's a problem when it becomes a repetitive action. If you keep having to do it, if you keep trying to forgive that person, because I feel like that's not going to change. Yeah, right. No, I completely agree 110% with your last comment, especially when people try to use the excuse of, oh, well, our parents stayed together for 30 plus years, blah, blah, blah. Like back in the day, they weren't doing this. No, they were cheating. They were. Like, for sure. Songs are as you know, abrasive and like they don't just say it like blunt and honest. But if you like listen back to the old school songs, like wherever yeah. he laid his hat was his home, they were cheating. So they just, you know, they worked through it. They compromised. They figured it out. And like you're saying, if it is a repetitive act, then we have some further discussions that need to happen. But I also want to pick you all's brains on People always say your significant other that you end up marrying will at least cheat on you one time, mm. like whether it be physically, emotionally, et cetera. I want to know what you all's thoughts are on that. Do you think they're going to cheat on you? One? And it could even be before you're married, like mm-hmm. when you're first dating, whenever. But throughout the course of your whole relationship, that they're going to cheat on you at least once. No. You I don't, don't think so? No. No. I, I, I just don't know. No. I personally don't. Not for my relationship. No, I don't. I don't believe it. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I say, that's up to y'all how y'all handle it. Right. You know, but no, I don't. That's not a requirement. Not you give them a hall pass and go ahead and get your cheat out. Right. right no, now. I don't. Right. I think that is ridiculous, especially. And, you know, I will always go back to a spiritual standpoint. But no, I don't believe that God just created a mm-hmm. world full of people that just got to go out and cheat. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I don't believe that. No. I think that also depends on like what you define as cheating. Right. 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 No. And I mean, more specifically, like if you're having conversations with somebody and I don't know you having these conversations Mm -hmm. or you seeing this person, even if it's just like as a friend, I don't know that you're doing that. I think for me, cheating for me comes more out of, okay, it's something I don't know about. Right. Yeah. I agree. Like, yeah. other than like the obvious right so in that sense i think maybe you know Mm -hmm. you you may be doing it consciously where it's like um i ain't gonna tell her that just because she gonna get mad um and not just because you want to keep something from the other person but i do think that you can fall into a point where that might happen like whether like you said it's before you're officially together or while you're together Mm -hmm. before you get married or something like that at some point someone's gonna do something behind the other person back hopefully eventually it gets talked about yeah i can see that i can see that i can see that that. yeah Yes. yes I was talking about from mainly a physical yeah, standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Too. And then like yeah. emotional too. Physical yeah. and emotional, no. Yeah. I don't I don't believe. Because my thing is I've never cheated on anybody before. And it's been mostly because I feel like if I gotta cheat on you, then I just shouldn't be with you. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I'd rather break up with you. Yes. Yeah. And so I would do that. I just break up with you and I I might have a boyfriend next week. That don't yeah. mean nothing. That nope. means that I went ahead and, and did that to get away from you so that, you know, I could pursue something else uh, that I actually wanted, you know, versus hurting your feelings and, and stepping out. So yeah. um, for me, the relationships I've been in and where I was cheated on, um, it, like the situations, it was always kind of like a one time thing. Oh, well, you know, they were just trying to do something with somebody um, or they were just 
like texting somebody and it never really got serious. Um, sorry, I just went away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's what I was gonna say. Um, yeah, so it never got serious. Um, but when it comes to well, what what is cheating, mm-hmm. I say anything that you can't do in front of me or mm-hmm. in front of me yeah. is cheating. No yeah, what it is texting, hanging out with somebody. Yeah, like y'all just friends. If you can't do that in front of me, and like you said, if you don't know about it, right. then yeah. it's cheating. Because right. obviously, you feel like you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to your original question, you know, mm-hmm. would you give a second chance? Mm-hmm. I was reading this book called The um, Alchemist, and it has nothing to do mm-hmm. with cheating or anything. But it's this quote, or well, not a quote, but it's something that they said, and I think is really powerful. It kind of made a lot of sense to me. So it says that everything that happens once can never happen again. But if it, but if everything happens twice, it would surely happen a third time. Mm-hmm. So if you nip in the butt the first time, whether you decide that you don't want to be with this person now or you're, you know, you, you all talk it out, then more likely it wouldn't happen again. But if you just let it keep happening, it's going to keep happening. Yeah. So, yeah. All the, the people I've been with, I, I forgave people and it's not like, I feel like the fact that I forgive people, it happens again, it happens again. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like, first time, if it ever happens, I'm done. Like, I'm yeah. Not, yeah. I'm not doing it. Yep, I'm at that point in my life too. Mm-hmm. I just because I'm gonna have an issue with trust. Just don't but, yeah, it doesn't. Like, like no. That's the hard part about giving the second chance because you have to literally nip it in the butt and right. forget it about can't it. You can't keep bringing it back yeah, up. Exactly. You can't when you mad six months later. But remember that yes. time? No. Yeah. We're past. Yeah, we're that. Pa- so you're giving mm-hmm. me that second chance. You have to fully trust me again. Mm-hmm. You lost that trust now. So what's next? So you gotta just go. It's just it's over. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I have a question. About situationships, those that you are like heavily invested in, but y'all are not, don't have the title. Mm -hmm. Um, if they do something, do you consider it cheating? Yes, and I give them a second chance, and a third chance, and a fourth chance. (laughs) Dang, maybe not not the fourth chance, but because you like blame yourself, like, well, I didn't make him give me a title, I didn't make him do X, Y, and Z. So I more blame myself, and I'm like, okay, well, if we're moving forward and I get the title, that's when he'll change. But nah, if he's showing you up front that that's who he is. But so yeah. <laughs> my situation ship that I've been in before, like we both knew that we weren't ever going to be together. Um, I mean, and nothing happened, but I feel like if something did happen or if he did do something, I don't think I could get mad because, I mean, technically we're not together. You know, I mean, we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> Um, you know, established or we were just going to be in exclusive, but like that situation, I couldn't keep going with knowing that we weren't going to be together. But it's like at the same time, I can't do stuff with you if I know you're doing with somebody else the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. So even though we didn't have a title, I made it clear, like, okay, I understand that, but I can't keep doing this. <laughs> so I have a crazy story. Oh boy. Um, I was dating this guy and. Um, we did not have a title. First of all, when we connected, we didn't think it would develop mm-hmm. into something. Um, and but we just kept hanging out and just kicking it and all this stuff like that. And we had talked about titles before, but we weren't really at that point. Um, so, long story short, come to find out, he had a whole live-in girlfriend, and like I had been to their house and everything, the heck? like several times. Okay, so <laughs> y'all, Jenny is appalled. <laughs> 
Yeah, like I've been in their house several times, like in their bed several times. So, um, and we didn't have a title, and of course, <laughs> of course, I was pissed. And he couldn't even use the we're not together type thing because I feel like um, even though we are, don't have a title, I feel like obviously you are disrespecting me. Obviously, you feel like we're something enough to keep this from me. So it may not you may not consider it, quote unquote, cheating. But obviously, if you're doing something behind my back, you realize that it is wrong. Because if you felt like it was nothing or that we were just in a relation, like, you know, we were just kicking it. You wouldn't have a problem telling me you're kicking it with other people. That is on Girl, you got somebody living with you. Oh, I have whole stories for yeah. days. Yeah. So how do you know if someone is cheating? Because to your point, you were going over his house, so you had a whole different mindset. Like I'm going to your house, cool. Because I felt the same way once. Like someone gave me a key, like a whole key to their place, moving with me after you graduate. And they were blah blah blah. No, but they had a whole other family and house in a different state. <gasps> yes, girl. So I'm oh, like, oh, I know who you're I'm talking about. About to move in with you Shit. after college. Uh, yes. Yes, had a baby while we were together. Let me tell y'all, I would be in somebody's jail. <laughs> I just Boy, don't, don't play. play. I do not play like that. So that that takes me to a whole nother question because while I haven't, you know, cheated on anybody, I've been the one that other people have cheated with. Oh, girl, me too. Um, so a lot of times, unknowingly sometimes knowingly yeah like how do you how do you deal with those types of situations because to a certain extent for me it's like of course looking back on it maybe not at that time but looking back on it, it's like okay well you had to know that wasn't going anywhere like he's cheating on whoever he's with you know with you for however long I mean I had people that were with me for like Years. Oh yeah, me too. And, and I knew their girlfriend. I know their yeah. girlfriend and hung out with their girlfriend. Yeah. I yeah, I ain't shit. I'm sorry. Hey man, I ain't that. I ain't that savage. I thought I was savage. Right. Y'all, yeah, Bria, Bria is down. I thought I was Jen, like, Jen is down. Jen is Whoa, down. That's new. I'm learning a lot. I know. I'm serious, and no, and it was to the point where I've had. I really hope she ain't listening. She don't know who I'm talking about. But she ain't, but he ain't. I mean, he is. He's listening. Oh, so, <laughs> I mean, it was to the point where, like, females would reach out to me. And this one in particular, um, to my knowledge, at that point, they were on a break. Mm -hmm. But then at some point, they weren't on a break anymore, and I didn't know about it. Um, so we were still dealing with each other, and then she ended up inboxing me and was just like, you know... I've always been jealous of you. He always talks about you mm. and what he likes about you and blah, blah, blah. And I know that y'all have been messing around and I just don't understand like why you continue to do this to me. Talking to you? Yes. <laughs> I was like, well, right. No, and literally because he tried to get me to come over before and they actually lived together and I didn't know. Wow. And so I'm like, Okay, and me and her had a whole conversation about it. I was like, you know, all these times, you know, he's pursued me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I knew about you, but didn't know, like, about your current situation. And we ended up being, like, quote, unquote, friends. And she tried to hang hang out, like, throughout these years. Um, so it ended up being, like, a really weird That's situation. Weird. 
Yeah. Um, but it could have been like one of those keep your enemies close uh, mm-hmm. type situation on her part. But I don't know. Y'all are making me scratch. Ooh, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm sweating. It might be the liquor, but y'all are making me so stressed because I always vow now because I've been hurt, you know, so badly in the past, whatever. That if I know he has a girlfriend, I don't think I would, you know, I wouldn't get to do that. But a lot of times, like you're saying, you don't know. You didn't know he had a live-in wife, girlfriend, mm-hmm. whatever she was. Ooh, now, ooh. Oh, yeah. A hot topic. She was pregnant. Oh, a whole bunch of stuff. And I was just like, you know. That's too much to deal with. I'm sorry. Of course I cut him off. Ooh, you know, I, he was actually cut off before she even reached out to me. And that's, you know, what I told her. And that probably, you know, mm-hmm. gave her even more resolve. Because I was like, you know, I don't want... I don't want him. And so they've gotten married and they have kids and all this other stuff, but he cheated on her a lot with me. <laughs> and, um, oh, so I, I hope that he's changed, but that, that would, I don't know if I could have given, you know, somebody like that a second chance. Like if I was in, in her shoes, like in my shoes, I, I didn't really want him like that. No way. <laughs> I mean, he was cool. We had been cool for a really long time and, and that was about it. But yeah. Bria is stressed. Well, I will. I will say that um, that was many years ago, and I grew up since then. I mean, a lot of a lot of it had to do with uh, me. I won't say being, yeah, and not necessarily being in my sexual peak, but I mean, at the time, that's really all that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And you know, I had to tell that person, I'm sorry. Like, even though you were the one like you were the one in the relationship but I, for me I had to say I was sorry that I took a part in that because karma's real and you know I had to really ask for forgiveness and mature like don't get me wrong it was fun but um yeah in the end I definitely had to ask for forgiveness and say that I was sorry because I realized how wrong that was even though it was you know it was like a selfish part of my life mm-hmm. yeah I had actually because I, I, I didn't really go into that. I didn't know if you were going to ask another question about it. But mm-hmm. um, I did cheat once. And it was actually after the first love I was talking about because I had dated him or started going with him after that. But I was still physically attached to my ex or, you know, my first love that I mentioned. So I cheated on him with him. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, I was like, no. Because... I never would have saw myself doing that. And once I did that, I was like, there's no way that I could do this again because I felt horrible when I did it. And then I knew the the guy that I was with, he really, really loved me. And we weren't even together that long, but I realized that I was not that invested in him as he was in me. And I was like, I just need to, I have to end this. And it, it was pretty rough because he was such a good guy. Like, if I had matured a little bit, I definitely would have dated him or, you know, at least tried to later in life. But at that time, I was too immature and was too worried about having sex. And that's really all, like like Tyra was saying, that's all I wanted at that time. It really wasn't like, you know. So it definitely was a lesson learned. Um, I Yeah, like I said, I felt horrible when I did it, but uh, I definitely could say it didn't happen again. So I can't say once a cheater, always a cheater because... You know, but like, but you know, kind of everything that's kind of been said today. I mean, you know, if you do it more than once, then more than likely it's gonna be repetitive. But yeah. Well, I have kind of a, a part two to that. Oh, oh snap! Okay, oh, sure. not to my story, not to my story, oh. but just that. Um, 
I know some women who literally do that for sport. Like, Ooh. let men cheat mm. with them, and oh. because in their in their minds, and I've actually heard someone say, "Well, you're single until you're married." So if he comes, that saying. if he comes that's to holler at me and he got a girl, that's not on me. That's on him. Yeah, that wasn't my mentality that. back then when I had all oh, those no. different types of situations. Mm-hmm. So how do y'all feel about that? Go ahead. I feel like I mean I personally don't know anyone who's done it, and I don't know their reason behind it. I was just what you said, uh, but I I mean I would assume <laughs> that it would be because they might feel empowered by the fact that all oh, will. You know, he has a girlfriend, but he wants me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like exactly. women want to just be That's wanted by people doing. who they, oh, well, I, you know, I'm able to take her man. You mm-hmm. know, I'm able to do this and that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I just think that's, that's people who do that <laughs> and got that mindset, I think. Are but who came people. up with that? <laughs> like, who, who, who said that that is what, like, that's true, that you are single until you're married? Like, who came up with that? I don't get that because when you're in a relationship, Only, but, you're in freaking invested. Because when you go and check those boxes, you check single. <laughs> no, 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 that is true. Because I could be thinking like, sure, I'm in a relationship, but I can't put that on here because I ain't married. But I mean, I just I hate that saying, and every time I hear it, I get ups- I get irritated. So I just. I'm- I mean, it's it, like you said. I mean, it's just silly because it's not like you're gonna wake up tomorrow and be married. I mean, the main right. the main reason or the, you know the, how you get married is by going through that relationship. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, don't know, it just make sense. I agree, Jenny. I think yeah. you have to have that commitment basis because how are you gonna be committed yeah. when you're married? Clearly. Like, and who would want to walk into a marriage where y'all just cheating on each other because you think you're single, and then yeah. the day of your wedding you think yeah. it's magically gonna stop? Versa, because when it's a woman, like a man will cut you off. Oh, they are hurt. They are hurt. Need to be loyal while I'm out here doing my thing. What? They are. They get cheated on. They, they are messing around. Ain't that crazy though? How they are hurt. They don't never want to be in a relationship again. They be butt hurt. Okay, this is the only circumstance, but we wasn't in a relationship. We were in a situation for a very long time, and it was so off and on. It was just whenever, whenever we see each other, whenever we hang out, like that was, and that was it. Um, whenever we felt like talking to each other and I must have he must have heard about me and somebody else and let me tell you this man had called me in weeks was blowing my phone up leaving all kind of nasty voicemails and it was just like oh you're mad like you're not you're not little mad you're big mad and he was just so hurt and upset and so it's like, I don't know, to me, like, men can't get over that as easily. And I think that's, and that, which is crazy to me. Because they'd be like, forgive me, babe, right? I know, <laughs> right. You but still mad about that? You over here weeping for two months from now. Like, get out of here. Girl, he can go suck and fuck Years. everybody. <laughs> but you go on a lunch date with your coworker, and he is balling. Balling. And like, somewhere. Right. I done told all my business. I really could keep going. Nick gonna be like, "What were you talking?" Everybody about? think I'm a little cheating thought now. I know. Just, just great. No, I promise I'm not. Promise. Oh yeah, you just gotta keep it real though. I mean, yeah. Yep. I had another question, but I forgot it, y'all. I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you hot? 
Bria took all her clothes off. What's going on? Bria is burning up. Stressed you out? If you do not cheat and you are single, get at Bria. <laughs> for real. <laughs> if you got something going for yourself. Oh my gosh. Well, if you want to chime into this conversation, definitely uh, uh, send us a, a tweet at shenanigans underscore pod or use hashtag shenanigans pod you can also comment on soundcloud of course so we want to we want to hear what you have to think about this hot topic just don't send me no hate mail okay <laughs> no, i i am i am delivered okay delivered. <laughs> okay so now we're gonna keep this uh keep this train moving with love and relationships today uh with girl talk Hey, y'all. So for this segment of What's Love Got to Do With It, we're going to talk about closure and how to gain closure by yourself. Because not all the time are you going to get it. And sometimes you have to learn to move on by yourself. So basically, I chose this topic because my previous relationship that I was in last year was super toxic and it ended extremely abruptly, like a big fight incident. And then we never spoke. We have not talked in it talked at all since that incident so of course there's like a lot of unsaid feelings and questions because he did something to me and I never got to express how like he has no idea my reaction to it or anything so um and I knew that I wasn't going to get the answers that I needed about like why did you do this why did you have to go to this extreme to try to hurt me or whatever um I didn't want to reach out to him and definitely didn't want to get back together with them and I knew that I needed to gain culture for myself because I kept having dreams about this person like all the time. They were always in my dreams and I hadn't talked to them for like a year or so. So I knew I needed to do something about it. Um, have y'all seen the Hurt Bay videos? Yes. Okay, so. With, with the, when they were sitting in the room. Yes. yes so um, kind of to piggyback off of cheating, but, um, and for those of you who don't know, there is a video floating around called, uh, they call the girl Hurt Bay, and basically it's a couple sitting, a uh, former couple sitting across from each other, and the guy I guess cheated on her a bunch of times. So they are kind of like talking through what happened, even though they are no longer together. And she's asking like, "Why did you do this?" Or when this happened, were you cheating on me? Trying to get like those types of answers. And I thought that was um, really good for them to talk about it. But like we said all the time, you're not going to be able to do that um so relationship closure it can teach you why it didn't work out and you can learn from your mistakes um and it can also like kind of set your mind at ease about what happened or what took place um and ideally it should involve two people but it may not for several reasons um because sometimes it's just not best to talk in person after something happened um and then also it's good to get closure if you break up, but you still have to see that person around. Like if you both are parents, um, if y'all happen to work together or connected through some type of organization together or have mutual friends, sometimes in order to move on, you need to have that conversation. So I have like four little quick ways that you may be able to get closure by yourself. Um, the first one is to write through it. Um, it will help sort out your thoughts and your feelings. 
Um, and you can get out what you need to say without fear of being judged or unheard or feeling like somebody is not going to reciprocate reciprocate with a proper response. Um, you can also um, write a letter to your ex without sending it, which is something that I really want to do. Um, and then if you feel like you need to do this in stages, you can even write several and have certain categories about what is going on. Um, and I think that would help you. The second one, which is one that I did, was change the environment. Um, so I um, basically redecorated my apartment because one of the incidents that happened between us happened inside of my apartment. And I think everybody thought that I was gonna move. Um, and I didn't want to because I feel like you're not about to run me up out of my home. I love my apartment. So I had to change the energy. So I got like new decor, put it up on my wall. Um, I smudged with Palo Santo. So, you know, just changed the area a little bit, sprayed around. For those of you who are holy, you can use a little holy oil, you know. <laughs> bless your doors and all that you can pray um throughout your house um you can also purge things in your home that remind you of your ex um but any sort of like cleansing of energy ritual will really help i think um the third one is you can reestablish your relationship with relationship with god you can read books on relationship closure or connect with people who will uplift you and inspire you people who may have been in your situation and figure out how to get through it um and um the lastly, you can talk to a counselor or a psychologist um, that will help you see things more clearly. Um, and like when you're grieving the relationship, you can't think straight. So um, having somebody else, an uh, unbiased um, opinion, a professional opinion really will help. So I will ask you all um, two questions. Do you think closure is necessary and do you think you can properly get it alone? I think it's necessary um, just because I know for me, when I ended one of my relationships, things were just so crazy and I just didn't know like why he did what he did and why he continued to do the things that he did when I felt like I was doing everything that I could to make the relationship right. Um, and wait, you said, can I get up on? Yeah, like do you think, yeah, do you think that you're able to get closure by yourself without having that conversation, without getting the answers of why did oh, you do okay. this to Sorry. me? Um, I would say yes, just because I feel like in the last, well, yes to a certain extent, because I feel like over over time there's been different situations and we've talked, um, but he continued to do things. And that last time I was just like done and I didn't want to talk to him. I'm like, it's over. And it's like I got to a point where it's just like I didn't care anymore. I didn't really even want to know why. You did what you did. You said you weren't going to do it again, but you did. So I just felt like, well, what's the point of even trying to ask? I know I'm not going to be back with him. You know, I'm okay where I'm at right now. The hard part for me was to I was to deal with me having that closure, but him not wanting to let go. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, how do you, what do you do in that case? Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I struggle with, but I feel like, depending on the situation or a situation like mine I was able to get it without like having that conversation because previous conversations were hell and he continued to do the same thing well um I don't really have too much to say besides that besides you know that I do think closure is necessary you know whether you get it with having a conversation or just get it with yourself some people just get it by moving on and and getting into a different relationship, that's probably what I did. I mean, there were some um, 
past relationships that it was just like, oh, you hurt me or, oh, this didn't work out, you know, and I was just like, okay, cool. And mm-hmm. I was just able to move on from it. But I think it depends on, like, how deep your feelings were and, you know, the actual, the relationship itself, like, everything that might have happened within the relationship. Sometimes it takes more time. Um, and sometimes that's all you need It's just mm-hmm. time when it comes to with closure and moving on. But there are relationships where, like you said, you have dreams or you have different thoughts and it's like, okay, where's this coming from? Because I know in the past that end up like move, pulling me back in. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, oh, I'm thinking about you, so that must mean I want you. And that's not always the case. Sometimes it's just like something that isn't resolved there. Um, so sometimes when, I, when it's that deep, I do have to have a conversation because I'm more of like, I got to talk about it type person. Um, so just to have, you know, whatever resolve it might be. Well, the reason why I couldn't get closure is because legally we can't talk to each other. <laughs> like it's that bad. Um, mm-hmm. but I, so I like distracted my mind from the beginning. So I wasn't really able to fully deal with what was wrong. And I think I handled it very well. Um, but you know, I learned very fast that moving on and closure closure may not exactly be the same thing. Like you can move on just from time, but you still have unresolved feelings about what happened. Um, and sometimes in order to move on to a new relationship, you need to, or just move on for yourself, not even just a relationship, but just to move on from yourself, you kind of have to deal with whatever happened. I think closure is definitely key, especially when it comes to me, because I'm a, once again, people pleaser. So all of my relationships in the past have ended relatively good. You know, we are still cordial, whatever. But my most recent one, it was just weird because we worked together. I brought him around my friend. He wasn't friends with those people until I introduced him. So then after we, you know, went our separate ways, I was like, okay, you need to go your separate ways from my friends too. (laughs) But he decided to stay around my Mm. friend group. So I think that was really needed that we had a, airing of grievances in a way just went to lunch closed it out and it's still it's still hard you know seeing that person around but it's you're just moving forward it's whatever you're you can be mutual I don't think we'll ever be friends but it is hard and I think you do need that closure to make sure that you can move on personally with your life well nice well thanks Syra uh of course as usual if you want to chime in uh on this if you've had closure or have you know different ways that you're able to get closure definitely share those with us okay now we're gonna head over to Jenny (laughs) that body roll (laughs) y'all in these body rolls okay so on this week's the beauty prescription I don't want to talk about these (laughs) breast implant looking things and condoms I bet y'all thinking like, what am I talking about? Oh, like okay. a silicone? Yes, yes. the so, I mean, silicone. It's yeah, silly sponge, but it's for makeup. Like, have you saw? I mean, it's like, like clear videos on Facebook or YouTube, and it looks like a breast implant. It's like instead of a beauty blender, they're using like this silicone to blend their makeup. You know what? I think so, I have seen a video of that. So you said it's in a condom. No, no, I say and condoms. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I've seen that yeah. too. I've seen somebody yeah. use a hard boiled egg. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. All kind of stuff. So, what? Yeah. So, <laughs> anything work. <laughs> so, the Scylla, the Scylla sponge, silly sponge, is used to um, a 
apply foundation. Um, and so when I first saw it, I was pretty shocked. I'm like, wait, what, what is this that people are using? Um, until I watched the entire video, I was like, okay, I get it. Um, but like I said, it looks like a breast implant. Um, and the name is called Silly Sponge. Um, it is a silicone full, uh, filled with cushion. Um, it's covered with a flexible plastic, um, and it's supposed to be resistant to oil and grease. Um, so the idea is when you apply a foundation, you're supposed to be able to um, not waste so much of your product mm-hmm. mm. because the the um, like the foundation or whatever you use it, it doesn't seep in through the silicone because mm. it's plastic. So it's just pretty much going on the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for our hygiene purposes, um, the cleaning process is supposed to be a, a lot more, um, a lot much easier just because all you have to do is just like wipe it off, wash it off or wipe it off. Um, unlike if you have, um, if you're using a makeup brush or like the not reusable, um, like cotton ball swipes, like mm-hmm. you have to throw those away. Um, so it's a lot easier. Um, it doesn't retain any bacteria or mold, unlike your beauty blender might. I personally, I've never used a beauty blender. I've always used um, like makeup brushes. But even then, it's like, dang, I'm, I don't. Clean yeah, it's like I want to wear makeup and stuff like that, but I don't. I guess I don't want to clean the brushes out. Yeah. No. You have to wait for them to dry before mm-hmm. you use them again. So it's like if I want to put makeup on the next day. I probably won't be able to unless I don't wash all of my brushes at one time. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I think, I mean, after watching some of the videos, I think it would be definitely worth buying just to see um, if it works like people say it does. Um, and so from what I from what I read and what I saw, um, I guess Molly Cosmetics um, is a brand that are, uh, the uh, original or created it or is originally people who made it. Um, but the thing about it is I was watching some videos, um, of some bloggers and they were actually doing like, um, like the silicone or a sponge compared to the beauty blender. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that like when you apply with the, the plastic, you can apply it, but the beauty blender actually blends a lot better. Mm, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I would say it would be worth buying if you want to say product, but then mm-hmm. on the on the other side, you might not be able to blend it as well, which to me, it kind of looked the same, but... I mean, I guess if you're going for a certain look and if you can't get it, then you might yeah. use that to save some product and then just use your beauty blender to, to kind blend of actually out. blend it. But if <laughs> that's when it, that's where the comments come in, <laughs> if you don't want to buy uh, the silicone, the silicone, um, people have been using the alternative method, I guess, is putting your beauty blender in a condom, like clean the, wash the condom, put putting your beauty blender in a condom to apply your foundation. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, what? But I've seen it happen. Mm. Um, I know what you're saying, but I have what to, is that supposed to do, though? It's supposed, it's supposed to help the you same save stuff. the product. Because oh. it's not like seeping through your Okay, yeah, I can sponge. see that. I just feel like, like condoms rat. smell. They do. They do. Like, they like, like really green. Green. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Well, she said you gotta wash it off. You're supposed to wash the condom, but still. But still, I think that's a. 
Can you imagine going into a non uh, get some non lubricated condoms for you? <laughs> they gonna be looking like what the hell? I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't be afraid of that. I mean, I, my skin isn't sensitive, but for those people who do have sensitive skin, you know, some people are allergic to or like, yeah. So it's like I think you would be doing a lot to try to do that. So I thought that was yeah, get the sheep skin. I guess this is not lamb skin. Yes, that's why I'm laughing. That's why I'm laughing. He needed them lambskin and dental dam. I see it. I'm looking this up. Look at with the condom. Oh, yeah. What the? Literally, what the? But I just looked up how much the silly sponge costs, and it's super cheap. How much is it? Nine ninety. That's one condom. That's what I'm. By the time you buy a box of condoms, right? Because they're expensive as hell. Okay. So that pretty much wraps up my. Um, <laughs> well, well, you know what, Jan? Well, well, so I mean, if any of y'all, I mean, if I plan on buying one, and so I'll let y'all know how. It goes. Yeah, let me. Know. Yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. Condom, so I'm not gonna be able to tell you the difference. The two, <laughs> but yeah, let me know how that works. Right. Bria really over here researching. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for that interesting uh, segment, Jen. She be having the best segments. Oh she God. does. The most random things. Random stuff. I love it. Okay, so now it is time for Brittany. Hey, y'all. Healthy Sisters is here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I tried, to, I tried to do something different and I failed. Sorry. Okay, so... <laughs> For Healthy Sisters today, I wanted to talk about um, strength training um, and is strength training manly? Because I hear that a lot when it comes to strength training and women not wanting to do it because they feel like they're going to end up looking manly. And that's definitely not the case whatsoever. You just have to know what you're doing as far as strength training. Um, I mean, there's different aspects of strength training. Um, and Usually with with that, you can either strength train to build muscle or you can strength train to lean out. And for most women, that's what we do. We lift to lean out, you know, unless you're a bodybuilder, obviously. But so I did just kind of want to go into that a little bit, kind of give you a little bit of information about it. Um, so this is more of like an informative segment. But um, I did want to say or let you all know as far as strength training and actually applying that to your exercise routine, you want to, well, the American College of Sports Medicine recommends strength training two to three days a week. And the reason for that is because you want to try to do them on non-consecutive days because you, on consecutive days, you want to make sure that you're giving your muscles a break in between mm -hmm. sessions. Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, so when you're doing those uh, two to three days a week, so for example, you could do Tuesday and Thursday or Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know, however your schedule is. But, um, you know, it just kind of keeping that in mind with your, with your routine, uh, make sure that you give your muscles a break in between sessions. And also kind of deep diving into like the actual repetition side of things. I know a lot of people don't really understand how many repetitions they should do when it comes to strength training. Um, and generally with that, um, anywhere from in a repetition if if you're not familiar with what that is is just the action of the movement that you're doing so for example if you're doing a bicep curl doing one of those is a repetition so if you do 10 of those for example you could do that could be considered a set 
which is something which is mm-hmm. another um, was another term for uh, you know doing multiple sets when you're doing a session. So a lot of people, a lot of times when they're working on a specific muscle group, they'll do an exercise and maybe do it for ten reps. Um, for they do like two sets and then do ten reps each, something like that. But for basically for uh, for muscle strength and power, you want to try to do eight to twelve rep repetitions um, for every exercise that you're doing. Um, and that's for most adults. And then if you're wanting to improve your muscular endurance, which mostly that's for leaning out and toning, you wanna do a, a, anywhere between 15 to 20 repetitions uh, at a time. So that's definitely something that I just wanted to emphasize because I do kinda, you know, I, I kinda feel bad when women really, because a lot of women really do feel that if they strength train, they're gonna look manly and that's definitely not the case. And you're, it's definitely, it's necessary mm-hmm. for exercise. It's for building your muscles and your bones and, you know, having, you know, longer lasting bones and joints and things like that. So, you know, don't just go in and do your cardio for an hour and leave. Try to incorporate some strength training into your routine. I promise you, you won't regret it. And it'll just, you know, it's just the longevity factor of your body and your muscles um, is definitely, it's, it's necessary. Um, and I did want to kind of go into like muscle groups um, and kind of breaking that down because you definitely want to work all muscle groups, obviously. But when you are doing that, um, like for example, if you do legs, so leg day, usually a lot of people will just do legs in one day. Um, and then on the other days, you might do uh, upper body or you know back or chest or something like that. Um, but then I did also want to let you know too that there is a way to do full body workouts, um, and usually that's what I personally do because I, I don't know. It's not, I don't know for me personally, splitting up the days is just not what I'm used to doing. But I mean, there's benefits of both of them. But I personally do like to do the full body workouts, and in that case, you just want to make sure that you're not doing too much of a certain exercise because you will you will get tired really quickly. So if you're, for example, if you're doing cardiovascular exercise. Uh, at the beginning of your workout um, and then because usually cardio involves your legs if you do a lot of leg lifting you might not survive because your legs will get tired so just kind of keeping that in mind and you know your body listen to it you know if you're if you're moving forward and <clears throat> and your your you know your legs or your muscles are getting tired just stop you know with strength training you definitely have to listen to your body uh, because a lot of injury does occur with strength training so um, yeah, I just I just kind of wanted to deep dive into that, uh, and don't be afraid to do it. I just I mean I really like emphasizing strength training because um, I know a lot of women per- pursue cardio and doing that a lot, and especially with we- with uh, weight loss. I know that's something else that a lot of people feel like if they lift weight, I mean if they lift weights, then they can't lose weight basically, and that's. There, that's kind of a t- that's kind of iffy because yes, if you lift if you lift weights, you're going to build muscle. So yes, muscle does weigh more than fat, but at the same time, when you're building muscle and you're losing fat, mm-hmm. you know if that makes sense. So um, I just you know I I, I love strength. I personally like strength training more than cardio. Now some people think I'm crazy, but I would rather go to the gym and strength train than leave. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> obviously you got to get that cardio into. Uh, but you know, do do most of you ladies do strength training? You know, when you do do your exercise routines, I hate or incorporate it. I love, it. I love I strength people, training. Some people hate it, and I, I mean, like I can't just. I guess what I don't like about it 
it goes to like what we talked about in a different episode, like what Bria was saying, like having to figure out yeah. everything that you want to do. Yeah. Like we have a gym in my house. Nick lifts every day. So it's really no excuse why I couldn't live <laughs> right. because I have it at home. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think he kind of talked me out of it because I tried to do some do some squats and he put the bar on my shoulders, right? <laughs> but he put way too much weight on me the first time and it just took me out. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. Um, but I don't mind like using like weights. Like we use weights in some of my Zumba classes. Right. Like if we do like a dedicated arms workout, mm-hmm. we'll use like free weights. Um, or doing like lunges, using weights with lunges. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I mean, I prefer that or like doing like the machines, yeah, like for legs and and booty, of course. You know, Mm -hmm. I prefer those, but I'm lacking on the strength training, yeah. My strength training, like the way that I do it, as I split it up, like you said. So one day there's upper body, one day there's legs, um, one day we do Pilates, one day there's yoga, um, then there's like cardio, and then like extreme cardio. And um, with upper body, which is like my favorite strength training, um, of course, like I gained inches in my arms, which is I'm okay with, but I also want to get into pole fitness. So I know that in order for me to get good at it, I need the upper body strength to like pull myself up. And I really like it. I've seen women's bodies that I really like. Um, and so I had to model workouts from women who do it. And even though, like I suggest if anybody wants to do it to start small with um, their weights, you know, even if you have to start with three pound weights and go to five, um, that really helped me. But yeah, I feel a lot better after I strength train than cardio and you still are burning calories. So. Um, and one reason why I was kind of hesitant to go to the gym is because I didn't know exercises to do for that. And I've seen people um, who lost a lot of weight and it was because they were doing cardio and it was kind of scary <laughs> because they kind of looked sick. Like they didn't, mm-hmm. like it's like you lost weight, but you don't look healthy. Right? Yeah, because isn't that, that's how you tone up. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you tone up yeah, your body. I don't want to look like that. And so honestly, I don't. I mean, I do cardio, but I don't like doing cardio. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel I like leaving the gym feeling like my muscles like right. tight I'm the same and stuff, <laughs> and like I like the feeling that I get. Sore is the like, best feeling after. ever. Yeah, and I you feel, feel like, like with cardio, time, but I'll just be dead. Yeah, I feel like with cardio, I don't get the same feeling. Right. Um. So I would definitely say I prefer strength training right. overall. And I don't. I mean, I I get why women may think oh well i don't want to look manly but you're a woman you're not gonna look like a man unless you're like going to be a bodybuilder but you're not gonna look like a man and every person like youtube you know uh instagram every woman that i follow that does strength training their bodies don't look manly so i think yeah i'm trying to get that donkey booty together Oh yeah. That's because people forget that cardio is not always running. Because mm-hmm. I hate cardio. Right. So cardio can be a part of your your actual strength right. training. Like doing the sets and the reps super fast is getting your heart rate up. Mm-hmm. So if I don't gotta run, I'll do burpees mm-hmm. or something any day. Ew, I hate burpees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In my like the workouts that I do, even though like it may be focused upper body, we still 
all the movements require all of your body because right. you burn more calories mm-hmm. that way. So that kind of helps too. Yeah. Yeah, usually with my workouts, I always try to incorporate strength training and cardio in some kind of way. Um, so that's usually how I get my full body workout and getting them both kind of in the same way. But circuit training is another way to get that cardio in without actually doing cardio and still strength training. Circuit training is more like you have a set thing of exercise. Well, oh. Yeah, you have yeah. a set a set amount of exercise that you do. And you just kind of just rotate. go from, yeah, just rotate. It's kind of like an obstacle course. It's kind of feel like a better way to kind of maybe um, explain it. But, yeah, that's another great way to get your strength training in and doing cardio at the same time. That's personally how I like to do it. But um, I was going to go off of something you said, Aisha, and I forgot what it was. I just know I should have just said it when you were done. I hate when I do that. But, but yes. So, yeah, that's. Yep, that's pretty much what I had today, ladies, and get that strength training in. Don't be afraid to do it. I mean, another thing to keep in mind, though, when you are doing strength training, don't just be diving into it. Make sure that you have good form and posture, because mm-hmm. that's something I also have to emphasize on, because people will just start doing stuff, and then they got bad form, and then they're going to get in, they're going to be end up getting injured, and that's definitely not what you want. So, and if you need someone at the gym to show you how to do it, don't be, don't, you know, don't be afraid to ask because you definitely want to do those exercises in the correct way. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Or like even people that work there, like I yeah. know like why the they have like, you know, the coaches and stuff right. that are always yeah. walking around. They're always around. They mm-hmm. can always show you like how to use the machine yeah. and, you know, or how to do something. Like oh, that's said. what it was. Machines. Oh. Yes. Machines are just as good as, you know, using free weights. And also I wanted to say body weight exercises mm-hmm. are just as good too. If you don't, if you're not a fan of dumbbells and kettlebells and that kind of thing, body weight is just as good. I mean, and that'll, honestly, body weight is really the best way to lean yourself out. And it's harder. Mm-hmm. Do a burpee. I challenge everybody to do a burpee. They're not, awful. Not one, five. Do five burpees. <laughs> and I promise you, you're going to be dead and you're going to freaking hate yourself. I hate burpees, but I swear they get the job done. Like, yeah. they're like the worst thing on fucking earth. But <laughs> I, I swear, every time my trainer will make me do a burpee, I'll be like, damn it to hell. Like, I hate those. But I promise they lean you out and they're really good. And if you don't know what a burpee is, Google it. And when you see that mud, you're going to be like, hell no, I ain't doing that. But. <laughs> Yeah, that's your homework. It's homework, yes. Do, Do a five burpee, burpees. Body weight. I mean, that's, that's your body weight exercise right there. And it is full body, I tell you that. But yes. You're making me think about Zumba now, man. We got this We got this one routine. She got like three Drake songs. So I'm like loving the class right oh, now. Oh, Lord. But it's like three Drake songs. And one of them, we like do... We do like jumping jacks mm-hmm. for I don't know how long, and then do like this, this like sideways running thing, <laughs> and then do burpees, and then do squats. Ooh, when I tell terrible. you terrible. I want to do nothing <laughs> after that, and that'd be like the third song, and I'm like, I'm not gonna make it through this whole hour. I'm gonna have to take Jen to one of my classes Ooh. with me because so I remember when we took, when it was me, you, was it me, you? Well, did you go? What's what? Yes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no because she's listening and she's gonna kill us. No, I'm about to talk about her. So, <laughs> if Link, I had your back. I just want to say that me and Tyra's line sister Sierra is so short, y'all. She's the she's the A. She real short, right? And her legs are short. So, <laughs> so this girl up in Zoma couldn't even do the moves. 
Poor thing. Don't laugh. Well, I kept saying, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> she was like. What's happening? She said, my legs are too short. <laughs> I tried to save you, Cece. Aisha no, threw you under the bus. Don't tear me up. That's okay. That's okay. But yeah, do what you got to do. To get your strength training in, Pinterest is a good place. Like especially oh, yes. if when you're looking for like those uh, body weight mm-hmm. uh, type exercises, they have a lot of different uh, things that you can find and pin, and they'll tell you like how many to do per day yeah. and and all that kind of stuff. So that's a really good place and it's free to find those at. So there's this um, app that I want to tell you all about. It's called Fit Anime, um, mm-hmm. and so it's an app where it has different um, exercises for your mm-hmm. chest, back, triceps, mm-hmm. pretty much every uh, muscle group. And then it shows you different exercises that you can do. And then it has a woman on there, woman or man on there. Um, and it shows you how to do the exercise. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I use that a lot. And I'm it's, have to it's demo that. It's for yeah. you know me. It's they have, um, like, <laughs> you can upgrade to get, like, a certain. <laughs> Is it free? It's right here. It's free. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. have to get that. I like that. Yeah, that's legit. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Brittany. Okay, so now we're going to head into the woo-sa section. So go ahead and center your minds and your energy. (laughs) I just really can't stand y'all. I can't even get centered. (laughs) Center your mind and your energy uh, to receive some food that your mind and body will love. So today we're actually going to, it's going to be a short segment today. We're going to talk about uh, your emergency energy kit. Um, so every now and again, we'll feel like drained, especially during the winter time or like coming off the winter like we just did. Your body may be like a little sluggish and you need to get more energy and maintain energy. So I have a few things that you can put into your emergency energy kit uh, for when you need some additional energy. So a few things include, you know, taking deep breaths. Breaths actually feed, you know, of course, oxygen to your lungs, which give you, which give you energy, whether you know it or not. Also, aromatherapy. Um, there are a few different oils that you can use that actually energize you. Um, and of course, I forgot what they were. I know one was like basil. So they're like some fresh ones that are like that, that can give you energy. And then stretching, like just taking a few minutes, like especially if you work at a desk job, taking a few minutes to do some stretches at your desk um, or walk around and stretch as well. Even if it's in your seat, um, you can get some energy that way too. And then the last thing, the last thing is uh, emergency snacks. So having, some things in your toolkit, <laughs> in your car, in your purse, just something to have with you at all times that can give you energy. So I usually always, as you know, have a smoothie with me or have a protein shake. Like even if it's not one that I made, just ones that are like from GNC, I usually get like these lean vanilla protein shakes, um, especially if I'm hungry and <laughs> to wait on a snack. Uh, Those are really good snacks that can give you energy, cheese and almonds and nuts, um, all those different things, too. So, yeah, how do you all gain energy or maintain energy? None. uh, (laughs) No, give me a a chance. (laughs) Well, 
for me personally, <laughs> um, well, what I've noticed lately, because I've changed my eating habits quite a bit, but um, to have energy throughout, throughout the day for me is eating like every few hours mm-hmm. of like fruit or nah I wouldn't even say vegetables fruit because I usually I usually will maybe eat vegetable for like lunch or dinner mm-hmm, but me too. um yeah but yeah I usually I usually eat maybe like four to five times a day um and honestly to get me through the day because I have like this trail mix that I eat usually and um that'll kind of help me get throughout the day that contains like you know peanuts and things like that so uh, pretty much I feel like food really is what gives me my energy throughout the day um and then just kind of being mindful of that because eating out all the time it oh, just drains you yeah. like it's it's, it's it's a completely different feeling and it's crazy because i was on a kick where i was literally eating out all the time and just for the past couple of months i've changed that up and it's i just see a difference just from the things that i've eaten it's crazy what you know eating clean or eating cleaner and you know eating more nutritious foods can do for you yeah yeah, I do feel that actually does help me as well. But I'm bad with snacking, especially at work, because there's always some type of donut or something <laughs> yeah. in my area. Or when I, you know, of course, travel the world, y'all know I don't eat healthy. So I think working out in the morning has actually been better for me, just because for one, you're tired after the work day. Who wants to go work out? No one. And for two, you're just like, it's your coffee or it's something. It just energizes you. You're like, woo, I got something done this morning already before six o'clock. Yes, let's do the day. And I mean, sometimes I might die around like two o'clock at work, but like you're saying, once you eat, get a little bit of fruit in your system or something, that helps me stay energized. Yeah, pretty much everything that Brittany and Bria said um, helps me stay energized. I probably don't keep as much snacks I probably should uh, with me, um, just because sometimes I don't, like I may not get to go to the grocery store, and during those times, I might grab something out to eat, but then I always try to make sure I get like the healthier option of whatever I'm getting. Um, and water helps me stay energized too. Um, like if ever I'm feeling like groggy um, or I'm sitting in my desk and I'm just like, uh, I'm like tired, I'll make sure I get some cold water and it kind of wakes me up. Nice. Well, definitely try that out, um, especially for those people who like to get coffee. Starbucks actually has these protein bento boxes, and they're really good. Don't laugh at me, Brittany. Starbucks. They're so good. So I'm trying not to. I haven't uh, drank Starbucks in a, in a few weeks, but uh, that box, it has, like, um, almond butter in it, um, like a little cookie but it's not a cookie it's like a pita cookie or something like that um it has a hard-boiled egg apples and then nuts and cheese um so it's really good it has a lot of protein and it usually kicks my energy in so just even if you have to you know grab something out be conscious of what you're grabbing um and not just give in to your cravings like oh i just want some french fries because you're gonna feel worse afterwards (laughs) so Definitely uh, try that. And also, for those people who are not coffee drinkers, Jen does have a really good uh, blog that is on the She blog at thestrengththeshe.com where she gives some tips on how you can, you know, gain energy and maintain energy if you're not a coffee drinker. Uh, So you can definitely check that out too. Little shout out. Okay, so next, we don't have a sister friend letter, uh, dear sister friend letter for this week. 
but hopefully we will return next week. So if you need advice or want tips on a particular situation you're in, uh, whether it's about life, health, or love and relationships, y'all know we love to talk about that. Um, definitely uh, you can send us a tweet, you can DM us on social, or uh, more importantly, email us <laughs> at dear sister friend at the strength of she.com. Dear sister friend at the strength of she.com. So you can get your letters in and we will answer them on our show. Okay. She announcements. I don't really have any this week, you guys. <laughs> so we're going to skip that and go right to Jen to wrap us up. Okay. So for this week's she inspiration, um, this is something that I absolutely live by, um, and it's a concept that I actually learned um, when I was in college, and it's just something that I just keep telling myself. I've always kept telling myself, um, and so, I mean, it really helps me when I feel like I'm stuck and I don't know what to do. Um, so just trust the process. Um, and so pretty much what that means is, like, whatever your situation is, Whatever you're doing, looking for a new job, you know, you're trying to do something, whatever the, whatever the situation may be, just trust the process. Um, and then also trust yourself, trust yourself that you're going to make the right decision for you at that time. Um, and also believe that things will work out um, and there's always a lesson um, to learn in any situation. Um, and lastly, wherever you are, just be all there. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, no matter what it is you're doing, just be there. Nice. Well, thank you for that Sheespiration, Jen. And thank you all for listening to Shenanigans. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>